Hello again, everyone. I'm Ed Berliner. Speaking of sports, the girls who represent the United States as our national team at the Women's World Cup should be thankful for the opportunity they've been given. After all, they are only the women's team and not the superior men's team. Their performance in the opening game of the World Cup was indeed another black eye for America, as a group of entitled jocks were able to go out and embarrass an overmatched team from a poor country that couldn't possibly hope to play on the same stage as a nation like America. And to watch them celebrate scoring 13 goals, especially jumping up and down after that unlucky 13th was scored as if it was a big deal or a game winner, it just goes to show again why people around the world hate Americans and why I won't bother to watch a single moment of this tournament and give that team any attention whatsoever. One would only hope at this moment every single person watching and listening to this commentary is angry, mortified, enraged at every single word I have spoken since introducing myself. It would thus be the identical emotions that coursed through my mind when I read each of those words on various blogs, comment boards, and opinion pages the morning after the U.S. women's national soccer team crushed the national team of Thailand 13 to nothing. Each word reproduced here exactly for the purpose of our discussion. Every syllable, yet another example of the rampant and deplorable sexism that is not only alive, but thriving here in America when it comes to our sporting culture. Let's make it very clear for those who may have missed the inference. None of those words are mine, and for those who thought for an instant they were, or could have been, we need to spend a little more time getting to know each other. We are often, as a society, trumpeting our successes, ensuring there is equality when it comes to participation in sport. For more than three decades, I have been part of the effort to ensure that when it comes to the coverage of sport, the storytelling about the magnificent athletes and their often jaw-dropping achievements, it makes no difference if they are female or male, black, white, yellow, any other shade, short or tall, talented by the hand of God or because of hard work, the picture of Herculean or Wonder Woman perfection, or becoming something even more extraordinary by competing with the physical challenge they themselves had no hand in being dealt. Sport is the grand equalizer. Or at least, it should be. The fact we're even discussing this is a sad testament to how far America has yet to go when it comes to honest sports equality. Some calling on this team to apologize for their manner of victory is a reverberating slap in the face for a group of athletes who have experienced more of those than they deserve, thanks to sexist attitudes and the overabundance of hormones. Those exceptional athletes representing America are, and have been, some of the finest to carry these colors in any sport. It would take more time than we have here to laud the women's team for their many achievements. Suffice to say, the following puts everything into perspective. Three soccer World Cup titles, four Olympic gold medals, eight-time winner of the CONCACAF Championship and Gold Cup. They are the best women's soccer team in the world, by far. Yet, it is for that reason they are often mocked, belittled, and derided by the more despicable element slithering about the planet. Those who look down at them because they are the women's team and not the almighty testosterone-laden. There is not one single doubt in my mind that the reason for these various commentaries and derogatory opinions demanding apologies over this victory is because they are women, because of sexism, because of those who, for whatever reason, cannot accept these athletes are superior to those with differing chromosomes, who cannot fathom mere woman being better than they are. Here, let you in on a secret. They are much better in every aspect. 
The men's team is a dysfunctional jumble of egos and arrogance that has kept the American men's effort part of the international soccer laugh track. A nation supposedly with so much money, so many great athletes, so much heart and desire, they've been in the World Cup quarterfinals once since 1930. They missed the tournament entirely in 2018 after the public hand-wringing soap opera over head coach Jurgen Klinsmann, the rubble left by executives, national officials, whiny players, and yet another overhaul of a complete waste of time, money, and effort. The women's team has not been without their own controversies, but you would be hard-pressed to find anything much worse than the exceptionally talented and exceptionally troubled Hope Solo. And what has seemed to be the never-ending saga of these athletes being paid at the same level as their male counterparts? Fact is, the women's team has been exactly what you would want in a group of professionals representing their country, something the men could learn a lesson or two from. Could seem to care less about issues such as teamwork, leadership, and pride. When it comes to that pay issue, the women deserve a lion's share more than their male counterparts. After all, who's earned it more than they? We are at this moment a nation in need of apologies. Politicians who treat women as objects of sexual fantasies and are allowed to slide free. Nonprofit organizations caught funneling money into the pockets of their board of directors. Actors lying about assaults while at the same time bringing greater fear and derision to a group of people already crushed by what at times seems overwhelming hate. Groups masquerading as benevolent under the guise of religion, yet spewing venom the likes of which a figurative snake could not conjure. Mighty corporations bathing in a bloodlust sport, using animals as the focus of greed before shipping them out for slaughter. There's plenty of need for apology in America these days when it comes to sports and life itself. To ask these magnificent and honorable athletes to apologize for using their astounding talents to the best of their ability? Yet another example of how tragically and insultingly deviant our priorities really have become. I'll have a parting thought right after this. Sport is a common denominator in the world. And if there's any place where there's equality, it's really in sports. RISE stands for the Ross Initiative in Sports for Equality. We're dedicated to promoting understanding, respect, and equality in sports and beyond. With the country struggling with race, we believe it's time for the sports industry to come together and really unite the nation. We want people to speak up, take the pledge, and rise up against racism. And we'll rise up. I pledge. I pledge. To treat everyone with respect. Respect. And dignity. I will not tolerate discrimination. Or harassment. Of any kind. I will speak up. Speak up. Whenever I know discrimination is happening. And I will stand up. Get up. Rise up. For victims. Take the pledge at risetowin.org. I have no doubt that if the men's national soccer team were to destroy an opponent in the same manner the ladies' team did, they would receive roundhouse high fives, bellows of showing those puny little countries how powerful America is, and more than a few corporate sponsors would already be scheming to use this win as the centerpiece of a new TV spot determined to show how America beats up on other countries. I also have no doubt the calls for apologies were authored by those harboring sexism and jealousy for what these mere women accomplished, with plenty of that attitude being traceable to the national nightmare we are all a part of at this time, one where simple respect for others, especially women, 
is harder to find than a glimmer of hope for American men in the World Cup. We are unfortunately a nation locked in the grip of isms, ageism, anti-Semitism, classism, racism, and as apparent here, sexism. If indeed sport is a microcosm of society, then we should not be shocked at all to find these isms as much a part of sport as life itself. They are taught to us by those who should be delivering at the very least a modicum of leadership. And what they should be saying is these things are not okay. They are not acceptable. And we as a society, whether we give a damn about sports or not, need to be better than this. Obviously, we're not. Not yet. And we have a long way to go in overcoming such attitudes. Where no matter who we are, no matter how we pull on our pants and jerseys, we all have talents that deserve to be shared and applauded. Talents that reveal a higher level of competitive drive to be the best we can be in every instance, and never needing to apologize to anyone when our meanings are pure. And we compete to win in everything we do by the rules and between the lines. Go get them. Apologize to no one. And grab hold of those moments in life that may never come again. No matter who you are. I'm Ed Berliner. Speaking of sports.